it's very, very important to home in on people who you can rely on. And, and sometimes uh, trying to cut corners and save money doesn't, doesn't always work. In fact, more often the case, it doesn't work. From Swoop, it's Take the Plunge, a podcast about how business owners decided to stop what they were doing and took the plunge to start their own business. We take a look at how they came to that decision and what those first crucial steps were in getting the business up and running. My name is Kieran, and I'll be your host for this episode. I'm very excited to be joined by Alex Brainless for this episode. He's the co-founder of Artsred, the world's leading digital platform for emerging artists and designers, and launching a whole new next generation of creative talent. Over the last 10 years, Artsred has helped thousands of new creatives launch their brands, gain employment worldwide, and they've built relationships with over 850 creative institutions and over 400,000 students in approximately 125 countries. And if that wasn't enough, before he did all of that, he had a very diverse and interesting career, working with the likes of Banana Republic, Gap, M&S, before he started as e-business manager at WGSN, before starting up Artsred. So... Big long introduction. Very welcome, Alex. Great to have you here today. Great to meet you. That was a long introduction, wasn't it? <laughs> may I apologise? The next time I send something, I'll, I'll make sure that you don't have to say say all of it. It's it's deeply unfair. <laughs> what I want to do is probably go back to the the ten years just before you were you were kicking off Art Thread and kind of find out kind of why why did you decide to do it? Uh, what was the rationale? What was your thinking behind it? I think I should really start at the, at the beginning, not not when I was actually born, because that would be just not right. <laughs> but, but, but no, just to say that um, I, I the reason, the motivation behind creating Arts Thread, um, you know, back in the day, and you know, we're, we're twelve years in now, was that I, I in the eighties, I was an engineer, and I, I wasn't really enjoying what I was doing, and I went to art school in the evening. I went to night school. And I just wanted to do, you know, drawing and light drawing and all the rest of it. And had it not been for this uh, this one guy, Albert, who um, was one of the lecturers, I, I wouldn't be talking to you now. I mean, he, he sold me the dream, if you like, right? And that, you know, you, you why don't you go and go and get a degree? And, and to be quite frank, I, I, it wasn't even on my roster. I've I got to tell you straight. I, I, I didn't want to – I was quite – I was quite happy doing my cable and up work for British Telecom in Southern Scotland and in you know, Northern England, but it was a bit chilly at times. Um, <laughs> and I, I, and I, you know what? Um, he, he set up a, a, a meeting with the head of the foundation at, at Newcastle College without me even knowing, actually. And um, I ended up deciding to do that, and and I did a foundation for a year. Um, that was, you know, it's, you know, I, I love the, the the title "Take a Plunge" because that's exactly what this was, right? It was taking a plunge, and it was a gamble. It was a it was a big gamble because at that time I was actually making more money than my mother. You know, I wasn't we weren't living in uh, a particularly privileged upbringing, and had it not been for that one break, yeah, I wouldn't have ended up designing for Gap and Banana Republic and had my own rave label in the nineties that that made a couple of million. So, I mean, yeah, so the, basically the motivation behind Arts Thread, again, I, I can't really claim it, it's all because of me, because that would be wrong. You know, Katie Dominey, my partner, who's based in Italy now, she uh, she created the magazine. And I, I just, when I bumped into her, and I hadn't seen Katie in 10 years, but maybe longer, the magazine was all about emerging talent 
and, and, and young creatives and, and in all sectors, not, not my sector, just fashion and textiles, but also, you know, visual communication and fine art and, and sculpture and, and craft, you name it. And I loved it. I just thought, you know what, this magazine's great because it's showcasing really talented young people. And, and sometimes in life, you just got to go for it. And I, I, I popped money in. I, I said to Kate at the time, I said, it needs to be a website. It needs to be a digital platform. And um, that was the gamble. And, and the rest is really history. We, we, we launched it. Uh, you know, the site is now 11 years old. Yeah, we've got relationships with 900 universities and colleges, you know, it goes up on a monthly basis. And we've had, yeah, we've had thousands. And I, I'm, I'm immensely proud. And to be honest with you, Kieran, you, you, you know me a while now. And I've got to say, if I drop down dead tomorrow, I'm, I'm proud of what we've done. It, you know, it, it, it feels good. And there's things in the yeah. past that didn't feel good. So this, you know, life's too short, is where I see it. And then I suppose... You saw Katie, you saw the magazine and you had the idea, like, we, we need to get this online. How was that? Was that tough? Um, was it, was it easy getting it up and running, building the website? It's never easy, man. It, was it tough? Um, yeah, because you, you know, you, you, you try, you're building something from scratch, right? And, you know, 12 years ago, 11 and a half years ago, say, when we sat down, I mean, you know, the, there was other platforms out there, um, mm-hmm. like Coaflot at the time. This is before Behance and people like that. But Coalflot had been in existence and, um, you know, I'd become very pally with the chief executive, smashing Guy Stewart. That that was the first platform I'd seen. I thought, you know what, that's really clever. But we we need to add to that and it needs to have more content and um, we need to be um, showcasing all these uh, young creatives. So, you know, you, you start somewhere and you just evolve like like everyone does. But we, I think the nice thing, because it, it we were small and we still are relatively small that you know there's, there's only four of us and there was only two of us then you know it, we we could move quicker you know i mean that's the thing to say i mean the bit the bigger the entity the bigger the um uh company the the slower the process because more people have say and 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 and, and quite rightly because it's you know it's called democracy but but you know for <laughs> us um well we try to be democratic don't we um you know that yeah i mean we 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 moved at a, a a quick a quick rate in the end but yeah it was it was you know it was costly you know things don't work i mean it's like everything in it you know things don't just fall into place like you'd like you know was there a couple of yeah was there a couple of kind of things earlier on you're like that probably wasn't a good decision would have done that differently in hindsight um yeah i mean i i, I think we started off quite well honestly you know, we, we weren't throwing money in the wind. I think because of our, it was all our money, right? I think that's important to say, that because it was our money, we were more, um, you, you know, you, you really do think it through, right? And and, and so I, I think we were very realistic to ourselves early on. But when we started getting bigger, a couple of years in, we had a, a few thousand portfolios on there. Then we we had to add to the platform and and, um, we went down the road of, yeah, we went on freelancer.com and we thought we'd come across a, a chap on there who um, was 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 the right person for us uh, to, to build the new platform. And it, to be honest, it was a disaster. It was a total disaster. You know, he, he came in, yeah, 25% more economical than the guys previous that, that originally mm-hmm. built our platform. But it was starting all over again and he didn't get it. In hindsight, I think hindsight's fantastic, isn't it? 
Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes it's better to, to work with the devil, you know. So weirdly, not weirdly, but coincidentally, we're, we're going through that process again where, you know, the guys that built our third version of our platform four years ago are now um, doing the new ver fourth, you know, the fourth version. I mean, there's loads of versions, but the fourth major version because we're in six yeah. months' time, we're, we're, we're going to have other things. We're going to have a marketplace and all these other things added to the platform. And and you know, surprise, surprise, they've got more expensive because they 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 become they've got bigger overheads. And and you know what? Yeah, we're loyal. Um, we'll you know we'll pay that extra thirty percent. Why? Because better the devil you know, and also the fact that they delivered in the past. And yeah. so, so trying to cut corners and go down the economical route and think, oh, I can get someone to do this, and they've come. You know, sometimes it doesn't work. So. Yeah, I, I think sometimes it's better to stick what you know and stick with the people who who do deliver because you, we've had people let us down. And in, in terms of kind of developing the RSFED platform, a lot of it is in terms of how good the platform is and being able to host the portfolios. Um, so how have you found working with kind of outsourced technology and bringing people in? Is it an easy process or, or have you learned things down to the years to make it easier to get your kind of vision and concept across? Well, you know, as, as, as you get older, I think you become more realistic. You, um, trust comes into play, you know, because we're not a big entity, we haven't got an in-house team. So we've got, you know, a freelance developer guy who's is brilliant. He's solid. He's up, you know, based up in the north of England. And, you know, he says it the way it is, which is great because... Um, he's a realist, and I think there's some people out there that you talk to that you know that that they, they they paint the dream and it, 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 they don't deliver. I think you know it's like everything. Life is not like the moonlight scenario, right? You're gonna get ripples. You're gonna get. Hopefully, you're not gonna get tsunamis, right? But um, I think that you know we 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 once you. You, you, you do these baby steps and you think, right, well, that worked and that didn't work. So you've just got to learn from your mistakes, right? And, and we all mm -hmm. make them. Um, it's called, you know, moving forward, right? But um, it's very, very important to home in on people who you can rely on. And, and sometimes uh, trying to cut corners and save money doesn't, doesn't always work. In fact, more often the case, it doesn't work. So, yeah, yeah I mean, that... Uh, you know, we've been at this now, as I said, 11 and a half years, and um, we've, we've hardly, we haven't nailed it, um, and I don't think we ever will, but I think we're getting closer. We've got the right people involved now that, you know, but we've got also a backup guys in, in, in with Nick's in, in Ukraine who are who have been brilliant. I mean, they've been supporting us, you know, making sure that we don't go down, you know, they support us 24-7-365. And to be fair, they, they luckily, again, um, it was through recommendation of people I trusted um, that we found them um, and they've delivered for them. So mm. we, we thought we'd give them. Sometimes it's just, um, it's communication, isn't it? I mean, that, that's yeah. the thing, you know. You know, you, you live and learn. And in terms of like, if you look at the last seven and a half years, uh, you you you've grown the, the database and the number of students like to huge numbers with such a relatively small team. And engaged in across so many different countries. So there's obviously a couple of things that have gone particularly well to make that happen. So are there a couple of moments in terms of people you've met or things you did on the website or partners you worked with or advisors you, you worked with that have allowed you to, to get into a place of keeping a team lean whilst growing this huge, huge platform? I think the the thing that um, I've got no doubt that the, the, the best thing we've done is We've delivered on what we said we're going to do, and 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 you know that that that's important. But the other thing as well is, I mean, it, 
had it not been for the first um, few years of our existence and you know really I, I had to get off my posterior and and go and see people right you know we, we were very clear from day one that we knew we could get access to the industry right because my background had, had been involved in that um you know I'd, I'd, I'd worked for a big american recruitment firm as well for quite a few years the contacts weren't a problem the industry the the, the, the difficult bit actually was to get access to the um, the emerging artists and designers and 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 the only way to do that really was to build relationships with the institutions so you can't do that in a phone call you know you, mm-hmm. you, you well you can in time and we have and obviously with zoom and things like that now um but back in the day you know jumping on a plane or jumping in a car and, and getting a train or whatever to go and, and sit down with you know um the the, the lecturers and the vice chancellors and the deans uh, was was incredibly important. You know, I, I, I think you you know you you know a chap who unfortunately is no longer on the planet, but um, his advice to me and he was he was like a, a second father to me, Terry um, Terry Mansell, mm-hmm. who was our chair chairman. He turned around and said, "Look, listen, son, you're going to have to go and you're going to have to go and eyeball people because you know what you've got here is incredibly important." Um, but you. The, the, the trust, um, you know, and quite rightly, a lot of the institutions, the universities are a little paranoid on 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 the outside um, and, and, and businesses out on the outside who want access to, to, to students because there's a lot of people out there that do exploit, right? And I, I get it. So um, I, I say from day one, I say, look, you know, I understand where you're coming from. and But, you know, this is what we do. This is what we're about. This is what we're trying to achieve. And it's just totally transparent. And, and eventually... You know, some take the plunge, and then there's others will, you know, they'll they'll move in their own time. You know, they they don't, you know, jump with two left feet. And I get it. And now, you know, now we've got these um, 900 and odd universities and 125 countries. And had I not jumped on planes and got to see some of these guys, it would never have happened. I wouldn't engage with someone who's, you know, selling me a dream and hasn't even actually eyed. But I'm look. You need to look people in the eye. And I, I'm a bit old school. It's not even old school. It's the way it should be. Have you found that the, the the kind of education dynamic has changed quite a bit over lockdown in terms of how universities are looking to work and and encourage their students to to become more virtual and and put themselves out there? Has has that shifted because of COVID? Do you think? Yeah, massively. I mean, the, 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 there's still quite a few institutions that are struggling a bit um, without mentioning any names because of um, the, they've had a formula. Right, that that's yep. worked for decades, sometimes centuries, right? And and you know when um, this this global you know circumstance occurred, you know back in you know what nine months ago, it it was clear to us that we might be quite handy. And and you know those unis we contacted everyone. It's a bit like everything you do, your market research and your due diligence before you do anything. But we we made a decision um, to launch uh, you know what was quite a, a grand plan, which was the first ever online global design graduate show right and yeah it was on the back of the beer map end of march early april honestly i mean it was like it you know but it was staring us in the face that no one no one i mean literally no one was really doing anything you know i think well what about these poor students who were like due to graduate this summer or or even before that in certain parts of the planet no access to a studio or workshop uh, no end of year show 
And he well, what was all that about? Because I'll be honest with you, that was the best bit for me. Minded your show. I've been waiting, you know, I've been building, you know, three years to get to this thing and suddenly it didn't happen, right? I mean, that, 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 yeah, that's soul destroying a little bit, right? And so what, what we thought we'd do, we're going to, the only thing we could do, because, you know, we're not made of money either. We just, our platform is for them. We'll create an area on the platform. You know, we'll, we'll call it the Global Design Graduate Show. We'll home in on and, and tie up with a, a media partner, to, you know, to amplify the, the, the idea, the concept. And, you know, we'll talk with quite a few. And, and uh, they'll be honest with you, it's quite shocking to say, without mentioning names, not a lot were moving until we actually uh, spoke with ID. And their, you know, vice media who own ID, um, you know, have final say because you know, they're the umbrella company. And they say, yeah, this is a no-brain, let's do it. And, and there were some of the big entities that you'd expect uh, that should jump on it, didn't. Mm -hmm. And thought, right, okay, let's do it. And the, the great thing with ID and Vice Media was it was the right demographic. It was, you know, under mm -hmm. 30s. And, and, and that helped us. That moved quick. It, it, it meant that we, I mean, it, it, my advice is it's good to collaborate. Very good and it's very healthy to partner, right? Um, and, and, and that helped us get the word out. You know, we put our call out. They put the call out, and 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 really the rest is history. Over a six month period, you know, four and a half thousand um, students, you know, uploaded in what were less than ninety days, mate. I mean, that, yeah, it's it's brilliant, right? I mean, but what's lovely is the companies that got involved, you know. Yeah, and and of those kind of four and a half thousand students, were you seeing kind of portfolios from? just every form of different schools, schools you hadn't seen before? And did they get an opportunity, I suppose, to kind of get a chance to, to get seen that they probably wouldn't have done in, in the traditional sense? 1%, yeah, 1%. Um, yeah, there, there, there was, I would say, at least 10% of the institutions and their students that participated that we didn't really know of. And that was brilliant, right? So. I mean, yeah, we got uh, a winner from Budapest. Uh, we got a winner from Boras. I didn't even know where Boras was. <laughs> you know, and it, 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 it's in Sweden. I mean, I should know. I'm virtually Scandinavian. All the Vikings came over back in the day when I came. Isn't it fantastic when, you know, something comes together and, you know, when, when you put the word out and then you ask the industry and not just, you know, our, our media partner, um, ID Vice Media, we, we also, you know, the likes of your Guggenheims and your Design Museums and your Philips and your uh, Gucci's and your um, Adidas's and all these other guys, they spread the word, right? And and think, wow, right? We've suddenly got these amazingly talented young people from, you know, Nairobi and uh, Mozambique and um, Wellington and Reykjavik, right? I mean, that is, it's, it's exciting, right? You know, I mean, yeah. like, why wouldn't you? You'd be something wrong in our, yeah. I mean, our, our, I won't waffle on anymore, but it, it, yeah, it's, it, it's brilliant. And uh, I suppose you kind of hit hit on it there. But would you say that in a in a platform style business that 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 our thread is partnerships is absolutely crucial to, to you in terms of how you how you scale, how you grow, how do you give life into it? Paramount. Everyone should collaborate. Everyone mm -hmm. with the right partner, obviously. Yeah, uh, you know, there, there's certain partners out there that are not worth collaborating with, and don't we know it? And I won't mention any. Yeah, we do. There's, a, there's quite a few out there to think of straight away, right? Um, <laughs> but honestly, you know, people need to be a bit more. I, I think the key thing to say, and I'm, you know, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm in my fifties now, right? And but I, I, 
quite frightening that a, a, a lot of um, even younger people than me are still uh, they're not very collaborative. And mm. what I is really clear to me, and had I not been involved in this art thread gig, I don't think I would have it would have been as noticeable to me. But the the younger generation are more collaborative. They're more the more uh, the the trust one another more. I mean, I I, I mean, I, I got to say, and it's it's a sad indictment, but it's the truth. A lot of the <laughs> even the late thirties and forty odd year old people that I have dealings with and work with, or have had the misfortune to work with, are not collaborative, and I, it, it doesn't get you anywhere, and yeah. it, it's not healthy. You, there has to be an element of trust in everyone, otherwise. You're not really a good human being in my eyes, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I definitely think the partnership side of it, it just rings through on so many business levels. It fosters the kind of right message, but also it really just helps grow grow businesses or grow communities around, around businesses, particularly businesses with purpose. I really want to add something. Um, there's a lot of people that I've had dealings with that play God with, with the people they represent. That's not healthy. Mm. Let let the younger generation let the let people think for themselves. Let the, you know open their eyes to things that exist. If you know something, you should tell them, and let them make that mind up. Just because it's not relevant to you doesn't mean it, it it's irrelevant to others. And that's the thing that's really hit me in the last dozen years, in that there is quite a few people out there that they do, and I, I mean, it might be quite controversial. I don't care. Um, yeah. I mean, I genuinely say this. There are certain people out there that are that are not letting the younger generation that they are uh, supposed to be representing um, know what's out there and what exists because that is wrong. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it, you know, let them come to that conclusion. You know, don't you mm-hmm. play mother hen god or whatever you know terminology it may be, right? And mm-hmm. I'm really, 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 and that, that's why I said about collaboration and partnership. Very important. Going back again, so you've obviously had so many amazing competitions down through the years where it's so exciting probably to see all these portfolios come come through, seeing uh, kids like actually go on to actually smash it, start amazing careers. So how do you take go from that to switching back into, okay, this is a business, how do I manage this from the day-to-day side of that? Is, is that a challenge, um, particularly for yourself but also similar creatives who who will be coming out and starting that their own thing is, is that something that's easy to do or do you, do you learn it as, as as you go on yeah it, it, it's tough yeah yeah i mean uh, you know to be constantly self-motivated every day mm-hmm. it, it's i can only go back in the day i was a little bit lazy as a, as a younger young individual true and then i wasn't getting where i needed to get and i was, wait a minute what, what am i doing here and and, and I, I'll, I'll say this to my dying day, that yeah, you, 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 you've got to work bloody hard. You've got to, you've got to, even if things aren't necessarily going to plan, you, you, you will get there by putting in the graft. And I, there is no doubt about that. I mean, uh, um, I mean, some, you know, some people do strike it lucky and, and, and things fall in their, in their lap, but it, it's, that's rare. I mean, that's rare, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that all the people I know that have succeeded, who have been very successful, and, and, and haven't necessarily been born with, with help. It doesn't, isn't the, the be all and end all. I mean, people are born with money and waste money and have nothing in the end, right? And there's others that are, have had to graft their way up, right? And, 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 and one could argue it's probably easier that way because it's what you, what you know. But you, there is no doubt that the, the people, you, you, you've got to work hard. And you've got to put the hours in. That's mm-hmm. tough. That is mm-hmm. tough. It is tough. But 
I, I, the, what, what, what's very important to say is if, if you do something that you really love and enjoy and, and, and there's times where you've got to do the other bits with the accountancy and other things that, you know, aren't necessarily, I mean, your profit and loss in your Excel spreadsheets, which are a, you know, a key factor, right? <laughs> you know, and if you can delegate that out eventually, even better, right? But in those early mm -hmm. days, you've got to learn this sort of stuff because otherwise, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you know, as a, as a business, you can go bust, right? And, and so yeah. I think it's all those factors are important, really important. What I was going to get to actually next was uh, take you back across the 11, 11 and a half years of our thread. In total, there's a lot has happened. I mean, you've had some amazing competitions, partnerships that have happened. You've worked with Nike, Levi's, Urban Outfitters, uh, BBC. You've been in Times Square in New York. Your students' work are being presented there. You've done a global graduate uh, campaign with Gucci, with ID. You're talking impacting hundreds of thousands of, of students. Is there a moment or a favorite moment you're like, wow, it really kind of sunk in or anything over the 11 and a half years where it's like, just I absolutely love this. Was, was there one time it really just like hit home? God, that's mad. I've never had that question. My wife's never even asked me that. Um, honestly, I don't, I don't think you can rest on your laurels, right? And, 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 and I'm a realist in that, you know, when things are going to plan, I'm always thinking, well, it could go wrong. And I, I think <clears> it's maybe the way I, I don't know, it's the, 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 the you know, how, how my life started, you know, as a kid, really. I mean, that, that's the thing is that, you know, just as you think things are going really well, and you know, can end up as a disaster. I mean, I, I'm not a light, but, but but you know, lived in a quite a privileged upbringing at the start, and then suddenly, my dad decided not to pay the tax man. He ended up in Durham jail. So, I think um, you know that that was hard, right? Because you know, mm -hmm. it's like one minute, one minute of the one. <laughs> I was quite a well-spoken Geordie, and the next minute, oh, wait a minute, how am I going to survive in a really rough council estate? And that, so I I couldn't be posh. Right, otherwise I'd get beaten up, right? So I think yeah. um, th th there's a realism, right? Um, in that you can't you can't take things for granted. So yeah, you're right. I mean, isn't it great that you know your logo's on the side of a few buildings in Times Square, and you've got students work up there. But you know what? It lasts minutes. You gotta you know you you, you can't you think oh we've achieved it. We hadn't. We're not even half. We weren't halfway there, and I, I don't think we ever will be. Because at the end of the day, you, you evolve, you, you, you know, the platform we have is only as good as what, what's going on, right? And, and there has to be consistency. And, and if you start resting on your lulls and, and think, oh, you know, hey, this and that, that's where things go pear-shaped. Mm -hmm. can't, can't do that, kind of. It's not, it's not right. So then I suppose then what's on, what's on the horizon? What's next? Well, I, I mean, the, the, the thing that was missing with, with the platform was a marketplace, really. I mean, we know yeah. that, that, that um, you know, the consumers and, and businesses were coming to the site and approaching the, 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 the students and the recent grads. But we also realised that um, if we have a marketplace, we need to give good tips and ensure that those uh, the younger generation are getting sound advice, right? Yeah. Because I mean, I, I'll give you an example. We did a we did a show in in, in not Milan. It was a, it was the London Design Festival actually in South Bank, and and we had um, six amazing Israeli jewelry designers from Schenker who had been selected in a in a in a purely democratic. You know, it was it wasn't you know we don't judge. We we, we have we have mm -hmm. judges who know what they're judging. You know, in this instance, you know, jewelry people say, well, these, these guys are unbelievable. And then they, they came from Tel Aviv and other Jerusalem or wherever it may be in Israel. And, and, uh, 
they started um, showcasing their beautiful jewellery, right? But their prices were all apart, right? They were absolutely, they were giving it away. And they were, right, so I think we have a responsibility. If, if, we're, mm-hmm. if we're like kind of tried and trusted, if our marketplace mm-hmm. goes live, we want to make sure that our, that our younger generation aren't getting stitched up, right? Because that makes us like, you know, what are we doing, right? I mean, I just think you've got to deliver. And look, don't get me wrong, we're all human, but there's times when you you know you mess up. But if you if you're gonna do something properly, do it properly or not bother is the way I see it. And I think that's the I think that's the way it should be, right? I mean that yeah. so so this marketplace which has been talked about for getting on six or seven years, we're, we're yeah, we're investing the monies and, and and but before those younger designers and artists upload, I, I sure as hell know that we're gonna give them the right info, like the tips. And work out what their prices should be, and so they're not getting um, taken for a ride. Because let me tell you, half of them are today. Yeah, they really are. I suppose you you guys would have done a huge amount of work around a lot of the the graduate fashion weeks, design weeks. You've seen a lot of good talent come through. Some that have succeeded, some that haven't. What kind of advice do you give to those guys to be commercial ready, business ready? What What are the things where you see them fall down or things where you, you see them succeed? Well, we created a practical section on our platform way back because um, it was stereos in the face. But unfortunately, I don't think a lot of the, the grads read it because if they did, they wouldn't be charging the prices they are. I mean, we, we, we need to collaborate with like-minded entities and whoop. I, I believe is, is is the right partner. There may be other partners that we need together that we, so that together we can spread the word and, and ensure that those young, and no disrespect them, you know, slightly naive. No, that is not a negative. It, it, I was the same. I was in the same boat. I never clue when I graduated, right? On, on how I should charge, you know, for my time. And, and, it's really difficult, but it, it it's not now. It, it's quite clear to me, you know, the the, the formula. So that that and it, it's not the exact formula. Um, you know, sometimes sometimes students, graduates can can charge more and get away with it. Why? Because the work is superb, right? And better than some of the established. But then there's others that are, as I said, giving their work away. I mean, the example we had a jewelry designer, you know, all six of them, but one in particular. I mean, she hadn't. She she was. She hadn't charged for the time that she'd worked on the jewelry. She she charged for the the, the 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 silver that she was using, and then she justified by saying to me, "So, well, I don't think anyone would pay that price that I I, I want to that I need to sell it." Well, then don't sell it. You know, mm. it, it, it's a work of art, yeah. right? And it, you know, if that material cost that individual fifty pounds, and then they've spent eighty hours creating this amazing, they can't they can't work for free. I'd, I'd imagine you've seen some pretty amazing students come through the art thread books in, in effect down to the years. Have you seen ones in the past where they have had that business acumen and, and, and they've gone on and kicked on? Yeah, we've curated a, quite a few things. I mean, it's only time where we do really, we've had the curated times. But um, yeah, when we've come across um, some outstanding, I mean, example, got a lad at the minute, Julian Alexander, who, you know, he's just graduated from uh, School of Visual Arts in New York. I don't think he realised how talented he really was. Clearly needed help you know he's from a part of Brooklyn that you know isn't necessarily privileged and quite rightly he won the illustration area of the global design graduate show and you know it, it stared us in the face I think this guy is really onto something I'd buy his work I, in fact the next thing mm-hmm. I, when, when I see him and I am going to meet him 
when I'm next over there, when the when I'm allowed in the country or get on a plane when it's safe, I, I sure as hell know I'm going to buy one of his art, artworks if he if he sells it hopefully reasonably. Uh, so I'm going to cut the tickets. <laughs> I want to get a deal, yeah. Um, but but uh, hopefully you know he's he, this guy's going to. I think he's going to be someone. I, I mean, I was no doubt in my head he's going to achieve if if he yeah. continues the way he is. But we would yeah. get him in contact with um, an amazing uh, printing facility. The, you know the finest on the east coast of the United States, and the Dugal are are, are, are going to um, help him do a show and and showcase him, and and you know why not? You know it's good PR, it's good PR for them, it's great for them. Everyone wins, right? This collaboration is what some, sometimes these things that your gut, your heart, your head tells you it's, it's the right thing to do, isn't it? Absolutely, Alex. I can thank you enough for coming on and chatting to us. I can't wait to see the Arts Thread Marketplace come to life. I'm a huge fan of everything you've done so far. Uh, I've seen firsthand some of the competitions. I know how much of an impact it makes on the students. So I really just can't wait to see our thread get better and better. Looking forward to new mobile version, getting the marketplace out there, bigger competitions. Um, but from me personally, thank you so much for joining Take the Plunge. I've no doubt anyone listens to this will get huge men in nuggets, but collaboration, collaboration, collaboration. Uh, and thank you so much again. Thanks so much.